All right. Hello, everyone. Welcome uh, to episode nine of the Sports Puzzle here on November 20th, 2017. Pretty mild day in Minnesota. Welcome here. Welcome you guys here with uh, Kurt. Hello, hello, hello. Good to be with you all. Yes. Another episode. Cruising right through here. So, yeah, we're just going to get into it, I think, right away. Um, we're going to... Just going to cover most of the, the games yesterday and then do a little preview on the game tonight for you guys. Yep, Sunday recap and a Monday night football preview. Um, so, first games that we'll talk about of this week, 11 of the NFL, is the Titans and the Steelers, who played Thursday night. Uh, Oof, yeah, the score was 40-17. to 17. Anything you want to touch uh, on that? Some... Uh... I think that the Steelers need to get the ball to Antonio Brown more. <laughs> I mean, not more than, you know, this game. He had three touchdowns and 144 yards receiving. But they've they've shown that in the past when they try to run the ball 35 times a game, they don't really put up that many points, I feel like. Yeah. I feel like if, if they tend to air it out more. And Antonio Brown is on, ridiculous. Yeah. If they rely on Antonio Brown more. It that seems catch like, in the back of the end zone. I tweeted at <laughs> that, that. Like Might be catch of the video year. Videotaped my TV, him doing that. And it was amazing, the third touchdown. So, yeah, him, Le'Veon Bell, they keep feeding them. Um, yeah, I mean, if they need to do a, a nice balance between the run and pass, but I think it all starts with. Antonio Brown, to be honest, definitely if Big I Ben think, and him are connected, good yeah, things. I think I, th- I think that really changes their game flow, and the and I mean the Titans aren't you know the greatest on the on the defensive side, but still being at home, you know they wanted to they wanted to get their offense going, and Antonio Brown is the right guy to do it. Oh, for sure, keep feeding him, getting those targets. Yeah, the Titans <laughs> just I don't know what to think about them. Seems like they're worse than six and four actually. I don't know yeah. why, but DeMarco Murray, Derrick Henry, like running back situation is kind of working. I mean, Murray's doing all right. Um, Derrick Henry's some have upside, a, though. They, they have a solid, like, receiving core. I mean, Richard, Mas- Richard Matthews and Delaney. Yeah, Walker he scored on while we were Corey Davis. recording last episode. Yeah, he, he's uh, – that was a kind of a fluke. Corey play. Davis, I mean, rookie. Yeah, Corey a- Davis is doing well, and – Delaney Walker's a solid guy. I'm pretty sure he doesn't have a, uh, a touchdown this year yet, but six catches, 92 yards for him is is definitely solid. And it would be the best stat line if, you know, Matthews didn't have that fluky long run after a catch. So Yep. Um, so, yeah, the Titans go to 6-4. and four. The Steelers push through to 8-2. and 8-2, um, that's – they're uh, tied with the – they're tied with the Patriots now for the best record in the AFC. Those are the two top teams by far. That's right. AFC. Okay. Um, I think that was a uh, – we're going to try to keep it to about three, four minutes of matchup here just to keep us under 45 minutes for an hour episode. So, uh, um, so yeah, the biggest spotlight, I guess, we'll, we'll like kind of end that. What's the biggest spotlight for the Titans for you? And then maybe I'll uh, take the Steelers. Yeah, I think, I think the – the Titans. It was getting you know Mariota had a has to get his receiving core on the same page with him. They they kind of they they were in it the first half and then they kind of just fell apart in the second half. They needed just sustained drives and I think using the the weapons they have with Matthews and Davis and Delaney Walker too, they can definitely spread the football around and counter that with some. With some great one-two punch with uh, with Demarco Murray and Derek. So you Henry, say so. Mariota, Mariota is the highlight, or just the entire uh, upside oh, to the receiving corpse and the offense, basically. I mean, he if he's on, he's awesome, and he just makes the he makes the team better. Uh, that's a given, but he uh, whether he's on or off, you can't really you can't really decide. Yep. Whether not at it, this point, I mean, not at this point, not yeah. at all. All right. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. I think uh, that's pretty solid. My for the Steelers, I think Antonio Brown, and that's the spotlight. Obvious. Okay, Lions Bears coming up next. Uh, the recap of them: uh, the Lions twenty-seven, the Bears twenty-four, and what could have been the third overtime mm. game of the week. 
If Vikes uh, fans wanted that one, yeah. Who missed it? What was his? Uh, who was that? Is it Connor, Barth? Connor Connor Barth. Connor Barth, and I think they, they picked someone they up today. Him. Or they something. cut him. Yeah, that was a big miss. They they picked up Cairo Santos, formerly of the Chiefs. Yep, that's right. I read that. I couldn't think of it. Nice. Um, so okay, the Lions won. Um, they biggest, Matt Stafford. He didn't. He didn't have like that great of a game. Um, no, but it was kind I of thought that we kind of predicted maybe a slowdown against the Bears. Yeah, I mean it, it's a decently high scoring game, but there's I think more the more the effect is is looking at the the Detroit defensive side of the ball and how they gave up 15 carries for 125 yards and a touchdown to Jordan Howard, and then they even let. Tariq Cohen in for a touchdown too. And God, he's fast. He's got he's got ability. <laughs> he's got he's got the X factor, Cohen. Yeah, for sure. So I mean, I think I think there's a lot more opportunity f- for their defense to improve for the for the Lions, which could bode well for the Vikes going into next week. But uh, there's a lot. I mean, there's definitely a lot to look forward to for the Lions. I mean, they they pull out the victory again. They were down what? I think they were down ten zero again. Yeah, it was. Um, I remember I was cheering pretty hard for the Bears there, and then <laughs> it was a good. It was a good game. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I'd, I'd say just overall the highlight for the for the uh, the Lions probably is Marvin Jones Jr. He he's coming off. He had a what a rough game last week against Cleveland, and then he came back four catches, eighty five yards, and a touchdown here. So yeah, he does that. He is yeah, uh, he kind of he does a, have that he's a floor. He does have that low floor named on him, uh, but he does have that that high upside. Yeah, definitely the high offense. So, yeah, I mean, I like the Lions a lot. I'm, I'm in the back of my Vikings hardcore fan mind. I am a little worried about the Lions. Hmm. I think I think we can take them. I mean, oh, we can take I him think for sure. Well, we could we could take him for sure, but we, our defense is playing right lights out. But we'll get to that later. We'll get oh to yeah, that. for sure. <laughs> okay, so yeah, the Lions. I mean, we kind of blabbled about them. I mean, Amir Abdullah had a good game too, but I guess we can yeah. just talk about the the it factor for the Lions. Um, I guess I can take the Lions. Uh, um, I'm gonna have to go with Stafford because it. I mean, he's he's been leading that team very well, keeping his composure, and he's been kind of known to to have some comeback games and also kind of fail some comeback games too. So he they okay. they just need to keep winning, and he's he's carrying them right now. So yeah, definitely. I think the uh, like I said before, the it factor for the Bears was Jordan Howard. He kind of set the tone early with his uh, very high percentage rushing yards per carry. Uh, and then getting that, you know, touchdown in the, I think it was like the third quarter or something like that. But it was, or maybe it was a, maybe it was the second quarter or two. But he uh, he really set the tone for the Bears and kept them in the game throughout. Yep, he keeps running hard. Um, he, yeah, he's a talented back, and the Bears, Bears uh, need him. All Definitely. right. So and then so the Bears fell to three and seven, and the Lions are six and four, two games back of the NFC yep. North. Okay, so the next game we're going to talk about is the Jaguars and the Browns. Uh, the Browns fall to 0-10. <laughs> have not won yet. Jeez. And the Jaguars, their defense and Blake Bortles are, they shut them out 19-0. Um, or excuse me. 19-7, dude. Come on. 19-7. The 0-10 <laughs> Browns. Um, so, yeah, the defense showed up again. Obviously, for the Jaguars, they are ah, – man, remember like six, seven weeks ago, I'm like, Jaguars are going to the Super Bowl. Yeah, you did say that, but, I I mean, their defense it's is good Blake enough. Portal, I don't, so I that's don't, the thing. I don't, I don't trust their offense. Yeah. All right, so let's start talking. I guess I'll go into the Jaguars, maybe why I think they're going to win the Super Bowl, which is which is just a ridiculous um, <laughs> bandwagon call. But, yeah, their defense, uh, Jalen Ramsey and Bouye – uh, are kind of for real. They're getting all the top right now, though. So that's that's kind of whatever. Uh, but man, they're just—it's really their defense. Do they still have a? Jeez, that 
Or is that the Texan? Paul, no, that Polanski? Puzlesny? Uh, Lesny? <laughs> no, he's, I don't think he's on there. Oh, shoot. Who else do they have, like, for the Jaguars on their defense? They're, other than they're just awesome. Other than, I don't know who is that. Who is who is awesome? That's, oh, that's, man, that's, that's what I'm trying to figure out. Um, well, they have a lot of, I mean, they've been picking in the top part of the draft. Um for many years now, so they have plenty of plenty of top Young talent. talent. I mean, they, yeah, it's yeah. out there. Um, but like Bortles but, and uh, who's there? Is that rookie D.D. Westbrook? He, he had like Mar- three catches. Well, they have Marcel yards. Darius that they just traded for. Yeah, they got some peeps. They have Calais Campbell. Oh, they do have Puzlesny still. He's still there. Nice. But they have that Miles Jack guy that I wanted the Vikings to Oh, yeah, Miles Jack. That's right. He's also sounds. I think he's like a basketball Jack. Miles Jack. That sounds like a... No, you're thinking of Jarrett Jack. Jarrett Jack. Yeah, he came from Kansas. I don't know. This is a football podcast, man. Uh, March Madness is pretty sweet, though. <laughs> Not yet. Not yet. All right. So, yeah, defense for the Jaguars, and then the offense just gets it done. Uh, Fournette, he was whining about, you need cold and... Man, try sitting in a deer stand for eight hours when it's negative ten degrees, waiting for a deer to come in the middle of the woods, and it's come whining. But yeah, he still had like a hundred yards, um, and uh, yeah, he did all right. Yeah, he did all right. I don't think Yeldon really did much. He was kind of getting some talk, but TJ Yeldon nothing special. Yeah, nothing special there. All right, and then the Browns. I mean. Anything other than the Jaguars? You want to give a bright yeah, spot? I mean, there was a there was a this guy by the name of Corey Coleman, six catches, eighty yards, no Ooh. touchdowns, but it's nice to yeah. see. Uh, it's nice to see him get some production after he was injured. I think he's going to be a really good receiver in this league. It just seems like every time he's on the field, he he produces stats yeah, wise, and it just the thing, seems right. The thing is, he just needs someone to throw him the ball consistently. Yeah, Sean I Kaiser. mean, he's going to. He's going to get the targets, and he, he had six catches for 80 yards, which is nice to see, but it's all about putting it in the end zone at this point. Yeah, but they should have to throw a lot, so he'll probably continue to be a, maybe be the go-to guy with the quarterback, and they get a connection going here late in the season. Maybe could be a solid wide receiver, too. Flex play, high and flex with upside type Definitely. of wide receiver. Good deal. Mm-hmm. So, bright spot Jaguars, just their – Defense. Yeah, I just left their defense. Five sacks, two picks. <laughs> Jeez, five sacks, two picks. They're just tearing it up. They're, they they 25 fantasy defense. points. <laughs> they had a defensive touchdown. I mean, I'm I'm glad we picked them up in that league that we co-own. Oh, so yeah. That was <laughs> a good pickup, and we held on and threw the bye. We dropped someone exactly. just to get two defense roster spots. Exactly. That team's hanging on. All right, Ravens and Packers, what's up next? What about the Browns' got- bright spot? Oh, I already said Corey Coleman, man. You're you're falling behind. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. I mean, other than that, Ravens Packers. Have, yeah. Okay. Five and five yeah. now, and Packers are five and five. Oh, five that's and huge. five now. Uh, I mean, how much? They're not how many gonna points uh, the Packers score? The Zero. Oh. Twenty-seven zip. <laughs> Shut Ra- up. Ra- Ravens. Ravens dominated this game. They did. Besides Devontae Adams for the Packers, um, Ravens defense had six sacks, three picks. They just wreaked havoc for Brett Hundley all day. Um, I'm pretty sure it was even in the first quarter he had like two interceptions right away. and It was um, nothing short of Nate Peterman. But, um, it was in the first half. I mean, actually, I think the first quarter he had like four, and then like maybe three. For first half he had five It was just – I was watching Stat Tracker, like, and then uh, all of a sudden, yeah, the Yahoo Stat Tracker, and all of a sudden, boom, another interception, another interception. <laughs> it was like, it's tink, unbelievable. Tink, 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 tink. It's it just like wow. Yeah, yeah. But uh, for the Ravens and Packers, I mean, I thought their defense just played lights out, and it was nice to see Mike Wallace get a touchdown. Yep. Um, yeah. Alex, Alex Alex Collins even got in the end zone this time, which was good. To I see. heard. I heard. Uh, Something from someone that knows someone that uh, Danny Woodhead is definitely the one, two, first and second down guy, and that they view um, immediately. Um, 
You mean that Alex Collins is the first and second down guy and Danny Woodhead is the third down guy? Nope. Ah. That's right. You know, I questioned that when I heard it, but then I think I... It's Alex Collins is the first and second down back and Danny Woodhead's their passing back for sure. I mean, that makes sense. That makes the most sense. We'll see. We'll see. But he's I think Danny he Woodhead's he must be have heard it involved. Wrong. He'll be heavily involved if they're trailing. I mean, he's definitely not a pounding back. Um, no. We'll see. But basically, all right. Highlights for the for the Baltimore Ravens. I say their defense. Um, what do you think? Um, I'm gonna go with the Ravens' defense is easy. But I also yeah. gonna give Flacco so, some. So so is the Jaguars defense. Yeah, that's, that's true. We can't do it twice in a row. Um, I'm gonna go with Joe Flacco, even though that's pretty lame. But he, <laughs> he he really lit up the scoreboard. He uh he lit up the scoreboard. No, he's coming. I think that that back injury was was hurting him. Even though I'm not a Joe Flacco fan at all, um, but yeah, he still got a. You know, carry an offense to a 27 zip victory and keep it going. And but yeah, it's definitely a defense. But uh, Joe Flacco, little 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 something for you. Yep. And then for the Packers, I think it's got to be Devonte Adams. He's the only one with over 100 yards receiving. He got what eight catches or something like that. Yeah, he and continually plays over Cobb, and now he's just continually getting open. I mean, way over, more than Jordy way past here. Jordy Nelson. But it's just sure. Jordy is. Is it Rogers guy? I think he just kind of lost his between the bad injuries without Rogers. It's just man, you'd still think Jordan would be doing better in this, but yeah, it could all be on Hunley. Yep. All right. So done with those. Onto the yeah, pa- Texans. Uh, yeah, the Texans and uh, the Cardinals. Thirty-one Texans, Cardinals twenty-one. They're both um, going to be four and six now. Yeah, I thought, you know, I thought it was a nice, nice job by Blaine Gabbert coming in. You know, no one really had any confidence in him, and he came out and he threw well. Three touchdowns through the air, one to Larry Fitz. Larry Fitz just keeps doing his thing, man. Um, Minnesota, Minnesota boy, that's oh, that's right. Yeah, Larry Fitz is a, is a beast. <laughs> um, yeah, and then Texans somehow got it done too. They, I don't really think they had... I was surprised that any, they won this game. I agree. Um, they had Deonta Freeman, or Foreman, I should say. Yeah, he uh, looked he, like a potential. He looked good, and then he, and then he tore his Achilles. Oh, just a... That could have been a huge career game for him. Like, oh, yeah. He could have been carries, climbing the chart, six, Miller going down. Like, he could have made a big statement. Yeah. But going forward, that's huge for Lamar Miller owners, just so you know he's not going to really take any more carries away. <clears throat> yeah, Lamar Miller is going to be an RB1 lock and loaded, unless the Texas offense just falls falls apart. But Definitely. No. And then who else? Uh, nobody's really stepping up for the number two. I guess Bruce Ellington a little bit. Yeah, for the wideouts? Or yeah, the... because uh, we'll f- – uh, well, Fuller's hurt. Fuller's, yep, he's kind of gone. So, yeah, Bruce, Elling- Bruce Ellington did all right. He did I. Right. Um, Their team is just uh, getting it done, though. It's yeah, they're yeah, they're but they they're are four strange. and six, so it's not that good. Right. They're not getting it done that much. No, this game against the Cardinals, they just got it done. <laughs> oh yeah. All right, so yeah, the Cardinals, Peterson, ooh, yeah. Yeah, AP uh, had another. He's, just in, a bad, he's just in a bad situation. Fifty-nine yards or something. Yeah, I mean, he needs his rest. Solid yeah. ten, two weeks to recover. <laughs> Agreed. They should just do that. Play him every other week. Yeah. Or you should just use him. Use him <laughs> up when you can. Or just use him up. All right. So yeah, who else other than Fitz? I mean, Josh Brown. Did he left with an injury? Or, it was like like turf toe or something. Yeah, that's that's what it was. That's what I. That's what it was. And then nothing really else. Run game a, or the passing yeah, game. Ellington, Ellington they dropped, and now I hear he might be going to the Redskins. Who? Andre Ellington. Oh, 
people. Maybe. I mean, yeah. they they could use more backs there for sure. You could be a sneaky little upside pick. Maybe. Keep an eye out. Keep an eye out. Yeah. So, what else? I guess highlight players? I don't know. I mean, you said you wanted to go three to four minutes on each one. I feel like we've covered them pretty well. Yeah. Yeah, we started at, what, 6.06? Like, six? Yeah, we're uh, a, little, a, little, a little long here, so. Five. Eh, it's not too bad. Yeah, a little long. All right. So, Cardinals highlight. Should we just go their I'd, offensive I'd lineman? Say, <laughs> I'd say Blaine Gabbard or Larry Fitz. I Larry mean, Fitz, for sure. Connection. Done. I mean, Larry Fitz is like a highlight always, but Blaine Gabbard always hasn't really had the chance to get it done, and he went 257 and three touchdowns. Yeah, that's so. pretty solid. Texans. I'd say Foreman if he... Yeah, I'm going to give it to... That's who I was thinking of, too. Good game, but then he got hurt. Gave the team a spark and gave him that confidence, and that's what they needed. Finish out the game, help the defense rest. All right, next game. We don't have to talk about this one too much because it was just... It wasn't even a good game. I'm just kidding. Vikings, Rams. 24. Vikes. To 7. It was a crazy, cool game. It was kind of a weird game. I honestly thought that after they drove down the first series and just scored with ease, I thought we were in for a long day. I'll be honest. Yeah, I totally had a weird feeling that I'm like, oh, crap, actually, because you were talking about there's going to be a shootout, basically kind of an offensive <laughs> game. Like, oh, man, this could be uh, – they just drove on us. Like, they sliced through cheese yeah, there. They didn't. They had no issue going going through our defense in that, yep. in that, in that drive, so – we rebounded and our was, defense shut them all the rest of the game, and that was basically yeah. the best thing ever. Definitely. And then yeah, the offense got it done. Yeah, Murray looked explosive on runs up the middle. He still doesn't have any lateral quickness, but he's got that burst up. I the like what he's doing. Way. I like what he's doing. He's staying healthy and he's getting those he's Definitely. just getting big runs. He's and getting in the our, end zone. It's huge. Our our O line is for some reason, whether it's been just the off-season acquisitions with Elfline and Reef and or just total confidence from all of that. Or, yeah, yeah, and we got the. I mean, we have the same coach as last year, but we just have new players, and our D, our O line has been insanely better. Well, I agree with that it's, strategy. If you have something that's just horrible, I, you just wipe it out and start completely fresh, and it has to be better. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there is a what they have the the best D tackle in the game and arguably the best, you know, combo pass rusher in the game with Aaron Donald. And he didn't have a sack all game. I mean, he did. Not one, he had no. some pressures. Well, he had Keenum, some pressures, what is this but, like his third game, fifth game in a row without getting sacked or something? Yeah. It's something like that. It's incredible. It is. So yeah, Vikings then, are awesome. And then you got, oh boy. Then you got Adam, oh. you got, then you got Minnesota's own Adam. How does Thielen his name keep popping up on this podcast? I don't know. Maybe he's uh, he's doing all right. I he's guess. a fan. Yeah. He's awesome. And then he just is now an elite uh, tight end. They're talking on K fan today. That tight end. Or uh, <laughs> did I just say tight end? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Come on. No, he's we'll have to uh, edit through that. He's just an elite wide receiver. That he's, only, he's like uh, surpassing Diggs. Yeah, he's surpassing Diggs. He's, he has what the second most receiving yards over a hundred. Or uh, 900 right now in the first 10 games. It's Antonio Brown and then Thielen. Yeah. And he just made one move. It was just one little move (laughs) before the catch to get a little separation, and then he exploded for that long touchdown. Yep. He continues to get five catches a game. Yeah, it's 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 awesome. So, yeah, we should probably stop talking about the Vikings so much, or else we'll just (laughs) do it for 10 minutes. Yeah. But standouts for them, Adam Thielen – Huge game. Latavius Murray yep. still does well. I like those Vikes two. D, Vikes D shut him out after the first drive. That was huge. It was absolutely huge. Don't let him gain another yard. <laughs> remember the Titans. One of my better. My, one of my favorite movies. I remember I was in the movie theaters with my my pops, my dad. We were either going to see that or the Grinch, I believe. It might, <laughs> pretty sure that's what it was. And uh, my dad chose Remember the Titans over the Grinch. And I think it was I think that it was that Grinch though, which is still pretty awesome with Jim Carrey. But uh, remember, the Titans awesome. Oh yeah. Um, now, I don't know the the bright spot for the for the Rams before he got injured was probably Robert Woods. 
eight catches, 81 yards. Yep, he looked pretty darn shifty. Yeah, definitely. They, otherwise, we kind of bottled up Gurley and Sammy Watkins, and Goff didn't very, look very comfortable at all. No. What was? What did he get injured with again? Uh, Robert Woods. It was like his shoulder. He had an arm. In a, he had a yeah. shoulder in his arm. It's in his not leg related up the body. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Gurley was. Yeah. He Gurley looks good. He just. Yeah, man. He's not he's a got hole. Some he's just whatever. But then if there's a hole, he hits it hard. So yeah. Um. That's about it. Vikings rule. Rams drool. Other teams drool. All right. So the Vikings moved eight and two, yeah. Rams seven and three. I think we already said that. Well, the next two games are special. They're they're odd. Why are these next two games odd? Uh, because they went into overtime. Very nice. Very nice. How'd you know what two games I was gonna say? Uh, I just had a feeling. All right. All I right. was I was hooked on a feeling. <laughs> on a feeling. However many people uh, sing that, <laughs> turn that into something. Redskins 31, Saints 34. Saints moved to 8-2. and two. I was hoping the Redskins were going to... Is that eight straight wins for the Saints? Yeah, it started 0-2. Definitely eight straight That's... wins. And the stat was like, the last time a team went eight consecutive wins... After starting 0-2. I don't know if it was after starting 0-2. It had something to do with eight wins, I think. Went on to win the Super Bowl or something. But it was like the Saints. Not this year. The, not this year. Well, it was like the last, yeah, not the last time I said the Saints back in uh, <laughs> 20, 2009 when they won it. Gotcha. So they could, have, they could, you know, they could win the Super Bowl. I don't know. They're kind of under the radar, though, for me. Uh, I mean, they're... they're- still a very solid team they have a ton of weapons and their defense is playing really well right now it's hard to beat them when they're at home yeah i think it's more i'm just not taking i'm taking them too lightly i'm not starting to think that they're like one of the best teams in the nfl yeah they they're getting it done both ways they have passing and running and defense so yeah i think they got like nine new guys this year or something on defense or was that last year and they had just a bunch of new uh, people might have been both. I have, no, I have no idea. Yeah. But, yeah, no, I'd say a couple standouts, obviously, are their two running backs, really. Mark Ingram and Alvin Kamara. Uh, Mark Ingram yeah. had <laughs> Mark Ingram had 134 yards rushing, one touchdown. Kamara had 42 yards rushing, six catches, 74 yards receiving, and a touchdown. Uh, they're kind of putting the team on their back right now. That's, uh, so, yeah, they were the number one and two fantasy running backs last week. Yeah, and they continue to dominate in PPR leagues. I mean, Ingram even had a few catchers. I think Breeze is loving himself. this. Oh, Breeze hardly has to throw the I ball. I think he's absolutely only, loving Only really this. when he needs to. And when their, their play-action game has got to be so good right now. I think his and pass attempts just, are 60 attempts less this year. Than last year already. It was either 40 or 60, it. but it was just some number that was just like, yeah, they're. It's not, he's not even coming close to what his other passing attempts are. Yeah. But it makes sense, obviously. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're they're dominating the run game, and it's just setting everything else up. Yeah. So, Saints are pretty good. Redskins. I mean, Dreams is probably uh, the spotlight. They're going to need them. Who? Who? Smaje Perrine. Oh, Perrine, yeah. Perrine, Perrine. 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 Yeah, he's... Perrine. I mean, he's, he's, got the, he's got the opportunity, that's for sure. He's with Chris Thompson breaking his leg. Yeah. He will be the number one back for sure and definitely will get all the opportunity. I mean, he had 23 carries for 117 yards and a touchdown. That's definitely some good production right there. Mm-hmm. And... He even had what I think he had a couple, couple catches too, maybe one or two. But yep. they're gonna have to they're gonna have to use he was him more. Especially in the passing game, he was just he looked good and he looked good. And if the yeah, if Redskins offense is still potent and they keep, I think he's gonna be pretty good down the stretch here. They have a pretty easy yeah. schedule. They're gonna have to really rely on him because he's he knows the offense. And even if they sign a guy like 
Andre Ellington, it's going to take him a few weeks to get acclimated and get some chemistry with Cousins. And Yeah, last two weeks of fantasy here, like you can plug him as a flex and feel confident. If you, I mean, that could be a huge play right there. For sure. All right, so that's that game. Redskins 4-6, and six, Saints 8-2. Chiefs-Giants up next. The other overtime game. Ugh. This game was just like painful to like, follow along. Okay, so yeah, my fantasy matchup <laughs> in the main league was pretty nuts because I had Antonio Brown, um, and I went up against the guy that I traded in Keenan Allen, Duke Johnson, uh, too. And now I'm going to get up. I went up against Keenan Allen this week, which was nuts. But yeah, I thought I was going to lose even with Antonio Brown. I was like. Projected to lose by 20 points. Going to like the Sunday night game, he had Dak, but I had Philly's defense. And that was basically like a 30-point swap right there at least, 40-point swap. And that that got me basically yeah. the win unless Matt Bryant scores like 24 <laughs> points tonight. Uh, he could, but it's highly unlikely. So, yeah, that's my little – because this game kind of sucked. There, we can just implement fantasy – um, a little bit. Yeah, the only the only main outcomes from that was Travis Kelsey with eight catches for 109 yards, and then Orleans Darkwa for 20 carries and 74 yards and a touchdown. So it was nice to see kind of the guys you would most likely start in that game to to do pretty well. Um, yeah, Darkwa, uh, he's he's a viable NFL running back. The Giants got something there. Yeah, the. The big dud was Evan Ingram only having oh, huge like one dud. catch, fantasy dud, one catch nine yards or something. Yep. Yeah, it was that was that was disappointing for sure. Yeah, Alex. But well, and and you could say you could say Kareem Hunt's a pretty big dud. Yeah, he at, considering he hasn't scored in consi- like seven weeks, eight weeks. I, I don't know. He's just they're just not giving him the workload, which is kind of crazy. Why would <sighs> why they would just. They would just go away just, from it. Yeah, like trying to figure out why after, after it was working so well. <laughs> after it was working so well, you'd think you'd. Uh, it's kind of confusing why they'd go away from it. But yeah, Tyreek Hill is probably gonna catch a bomb this week twelve coming up. He's just due. Maybe like two hundred and twenty yeah. yards. And oh, big big call here. Yeah, it could be. Definitely. All right, so man, that's about it. Yeah, we covered that and. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it was just a whole Giants, lot of yeah. So the bright spot was, I mean, we just did duds in that game. We should, maybe we should just. I was like Travis Kelsey. Kelsey was a pretty good bright spot. Yeah, he's a for he's a good. He's crazy watching him play. He's just a crazy player. Yeah, I mean, uh, he he had eight for one hundred nine. Darkwa had twenty carries, seventy four yards, and a touchdown. That's not horrible. Yeah. All right. So there's the bright spots. So next up, two and eight Giants, six and four Chiefs. They go, man. Chiefs just falling. What the heck's going on? Yeah, I don't know. They're just not playing together. I guess. No. All right, Buccaneers, Dolphins. They both move on to four and six. The score was thirty yeah. to twenty. Buccaneers. Um, Jameis Winston was out, and then there was news about Jameis Winston. Which will probably make him out some more, and maybe a possible suspension. <coughs> so yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't know if anything will happen. Yeah, with we'll see. That's kind of whatever for now. He got, he got some vote of confidence from another player on some team that said, you know, he was in the car with him, and Jameis didn't do anything wrong. So there's that yeah, alibi. We'll have, to, we'll have to monitor that going forward, but. I don't know. Fitzpatrick seemed to do pretty well with with the opportunity. Yeah, two seventy five, two seventy five, and two touchdowns. I think we made a good decision as a communicating before the games on Sunday and dropping Eli Manning for Fitzmagic. Yeah, as soon as uh, as soon as Eli didn't have Sterling Shepard, I was like, yeah, we need to get away from that. Yeah, that was the tipper of like, okay, nah, there's better streaming <laughs> upside. And then it was oh 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 Fitzmagic. Oh oh oh. More like ho ho ho, it's magic. But uh, anyways, <laughs> you got uh, he. I thought he was a pretty big bright spot. I mean, Mike Evans didn't have 
100 yards receiving again. He still doesn't have that all year. He got like 92. Yeah, he's getting close, but nothing, nothing special there. But yeah, Doug he was Martin, targeted at least. Big dud. Yeah, Martin um, was a, man. He's been a major dud after like the first game back. Yeah, but then you got Kenny Stills on the other side. Ooh, Woo! Like Buck eighty touchdown. Yep, seven catches. He only does well when Matt Moore's in there. Yeah, Devontae Parker when, downgrade right when, now. Yeah, I mean when when, Cut, when Cutler was in there, he yeah, had Kenny Stills had one catch. And then once Matt Moore goes in there, he has six for... And he's, he already proved that like three weeks. Yeah. Or t- yep. two weeks. So Kenny Stills, yeah. man, I would definitely start him moving forward. Definitely. All right. Uh, yeah, that game, both of those teams are just not interesting this year at all. Yeah. So it's kind of... Eh. Yeah, I agree with you. Damian Williams looked pretty decent, though. Yeah, he's getting the, he's making some production. Drake. Touches, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, he's kind of after that first week he or well, he had a good he had like game one big run. Yeah, he? I don't know, but he should be yeah. maybe okay. So two-headed monster. I just move on from that game for sure. All right, Bills Chargers. <laughs> um, yeah, everyone should go out and pick up Nate Peterman. Yeah, if he's somehow just, just available kidding. in your leagues, uh, he's got. Oh, just yeah! Don't pick them up. Leave them on the please. Waivers. Just stay away, please. <laughs> um, and hopefully, he didn't drop Tyler Taylor like I myself did in the auction league and started wow. Jay Cutler over him. And now I'm wow. stuck with Jay Cutler as my only quarterback. And then yeah. I have eight dollars of fab to spend, so I'm throwing all. <laughs> oh shoot! Hopefully, Ooh. nobody listens to this, but they probably will before that. <laughs> Throw all eight of my dollars at him. <laughs> yep. Well, yeah, I mean, he, what can you say? That was just a bad, bad, bad coaching move starting him over time. Gosh. Unbelievable. Five interceptions. We touched on this earlier. Five interceptions in the first half. In the first half. First half. Do you know how many, like, they were naming out quarterbacks who, like. Yeah, it was, like, everyone. And Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> Big and, Ben, Case Keenan. Like, come on. All have. <laughs> they had, like, less First half interceptions than yeah. this guy. It was unbelievable. Alex Smith and, and <laughs> just kept going. Oh yeah, uh, but yeah, was, that, that's absolutely was, horrible against the Chargers. Who like, I mean, they have a they have a pretty solid defense. I mean, though. yeah, it's five interceptions. Okay, so but McCoy, I, I still beast. think McCoy had a very good game. He scored like thirteen points, so you know 70, 80 yards in the first. Five minutes of the game, I think it was. Yeah, yeah he had that long touchdown run. Yeah. He what well, he ended with like 115 yards on a touchdown, and then he even caught a touchdown later on from Tyrod when he came back in. So it's nice to see him kind of come back into form after his last couple games had been not so good. And yeah, not so good. And um, a two pointer, a two pointer, like Ooh. a <laughs> yeah, yeah. But flipping over to the other side, what do you you got a pretty good performance from that guy named Keenan Allen, that one guy you traded Jeez. for. Yeah. Man. Who I traded away. <laughs> yeah, Keenan Allen. He uh, caught twelve out of thirteen of his targets, I believe. Wait, you you traded him away? Yeah. I traded away Keenan Allen. Come on, bro. Keenan Allen, Duke Johnson. Oh. Then I received I thought you received Mario. Keenan Allen. No, 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 no. no. That's why I was scared. I was, that's why I thought I was going to lose because my team was doing all right. All of a sudden, Keenan explodes. And I'm like, and I'm done now. Yeah, no, that was best game all year by far. He, Super uh, nice matchup coming game. up. Might even be a career game. And I like the Chargers going forward. They have a pretty pretty good schedule. Even at four and six way. overall now. I mean, they're rolling. And if the Chiefs are not rolling. Yeah, you never uh, know. Chargers are always a... Pretty good. Oakland isn't uh, December December playing team, which is just kind of been Philip Rivers' thing. They uh, they kind of finish strong, but they never really seem to <clears throat> make any run at the Super Bowl or any deep playoff run. Yeah, it always it always it always kind of seems too little, too late for the Chargers. I agree. Rivers, there's a stat about him being about playoff games or Super Bowl or something like that, and he was one of like six quarterbacks. I believe. 
Yeah, he needs to. That'd be crazy if he just. I mean, Doesn't is he going to play that? next year? I mean, yeah, but how many more years for Rivers? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, he's probably getting up there in age. He's probably as old. Yeah, he's as old as Eli. And they were in the same draft. They were traded for each other. So yeah. he's probably got a few a few more years yeah, in him. Yeah, a few more. But help playing in that hot in that nice weather in San Diego helps for sure. Yeah, that's yeah, that's but, that. I mean, that like we have, we maybe sit on here that cold weather, the winds, it can change things. Like last year for me, I got not so good fantasy week fourteen matchup with the weather and the Packers, and I was I had Rodgers and Devonte Adams, and I think that was a horrible choice. Well, it wasn't a horrible choice to play your studs, but. It didn't go well, and I lost my matchup because of the weather. Yeah. Yeah, weather can kill you. That's for sure. Yup. Okay, so bright spots. We kind of... Uh... McCoy and Keenan Allen. McCoy for sure. Keenan Allen, yup. Keenan Allen. All right. Bengals-Broncos. Bengals won this game 20-17. to They go to 4-6. and six. The Broncos are 3-7. and seven. Yikes for Broncos. Yeah, they're they're falling off for sure. They just fire defensive coordinator McCoy. Yeah, they fired their Mike McCoy. They fired their offensive coordinator Mike McCoy. Yep. So we'll which is which is his happens. second. It's his second firing in the last calendar year. Jeez, that's absolutely brutal. Not very good. So what do you think? Is that going to change? The, are they they going to be more run heavy or probably just stick to the same scheme for a little bit or? Um, I mean, they're three and seven, so maybe they there's, young guys that could maybe. I, I want. I want to say. I, I want to say they're gonna they're gonna change a lot of things, but when you're starting, this is starting Osweiler, right? Yeah. Yeah. So when you're That's starting Osweiler, when you're starting Osweiler, I'm pretty sure your options are limited. Mm-hmm. That's a very good point. You want? I mean, you want to get the you want to get the running game going for sure. That's a, that's a given, and I think they have the talented backs to do so. They just need to. I think they got to stop with this three back kind of carry system. They really need to just stick to one. Stick to one guy. Mm-hmm. Let him get the hot hand. Yeah. You know, if he's. I agree. It's kind of like, I'm a big fan of think, that. Of, you got to give a guy out. a full time job, kind of. Yeah. You got to let him have an opportunity to make something. You can't just, you know, give him eight carries a game and then expect him to bust three of those for touchdown. It's, it's, yep. you just got to give him a workload and let him, yeah, give him, give him, him develop. F- 14 carries. That's a, that would be somewhat yeah. of a work, workhorse for the Broncos. I mean, 18 would be great for a running back to get. Yeah, and I still think it's C.J. Anderson, even though he had a costly fumble in the fourth quarter, but I think he's the most talented, even though Devonta Booker has shown that he can... Yeah, there's something about C.J. He can, like he can outproduce. Um, yeah, he's he's definitely more of a power back, I think. What I've seen, though, recently um, with him is that he kind of puts his eyes down and goes down too much. Like, after the first kind of... Like his eyes aren't always downfield, like ready to score a touchdown. It's more like, I don't know. Yeah, like that could be the situation he's in too. If he's you know just in for like a short yard gain or trying to be a bowling ball and get seven to eleven <laughs> yards every time, or just two yards sometimes. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah, true. yards. All right, so the but, that was kind of the Broncos. That's... I mean, on offense, I'd we can be the. Like Darby, I mean the tight end. They had Demarius Thomas thing. had five for sixty four and a touchdown. Is that two games, after, three games in a row that he scored? Uh, two or three. three. But uh, it was nice them. to see that. Nice to see that after he didn't have a catch in the first half. Yeah. So, um, um, it's nice to see him have that connection with Osweiler. Yeah. Broncos though, yeah, just yeah. man, they're they're kind of yeah. done this year. Probably yeah, got to stay away. Bengals, AJ Green scored. Definitely. Against some tough cornerbacks in Denver. So in the game, 11-yard touchdown, I think it was. Yep. He continues to be matchup-proof. Other than Jalen Ramsey and the Jaguars. Oh, that's an okay but, one to get by or be a pass. Yep. But he's he's going to continue to be a You think about Joe Mixon, the rookie. Um, 
Ah, oh, man, he's just getting a bunch of carries. So this kind of he proves your of theory talent. of he's just, give the guy the workload, and now, well, I mean, it could just be he's not very good at the Cincinnati Lions, but I don't know what's going on with Mixon. Yeah, I think he just needs more time to develop. Uh, he's just, I mean, we've seen it that he's got a lot of talent. He's, he's quick, he's shifty, he can catch passes, but he just needs, I think he needs to just learn how the blocks work and how, you know, where the line's going and what, you know, what defenses are trying to do to him and, and things like that. Yeah, more predictability to be and hit the hole, you know, instead of just trying to make a big play every time, maybe just take it slow yeah, and then a big play will happen. He might have, like, the Reggie Bush syndrome where, I mean, Reggie Bush was very productive at some point for the for the Saints. He was, you know, very elusive and the an obvious big play threat. And I think Joe Mixon can be that guy, but I think also he's trying to be, you know, make something out of nothing. And he's not focusing on getting three or four yeah, carries. Yeah, because he's those, trying to, you the know, difference between dance a, too much. A third and long and a third and shorts, pretty big in the NFL. And exactly. You know, I don't know. Well, that's so. That's that's Mixon. I mean, we're curious about him. Basically, I'm curious about him. His upside's there for sure. Yeah. Just about it's just like a flex though play, but flex with upside's good. Uh, I'd say it's matchup dependent. Yeah, he's a volume back. You know the Broncos are good at defense and they're good at stopping their runs, so it's yeah, it's a tough matchup. Who else? Nothing really. Snow um, do anything? Yeah, even though he's on the Falcons. He, he's on the Falcons. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who's there? Uh... What about what about Hushman Zana? <laughs> yeah, how's TJ doing? Jeez. Who's your mama? <laughs> Oh man, yeah, that was way long ago. That was like three, four years ago. <laughs> what about uh, Jerome Simpson? Is he flipping in end zones and all that? <laughs> now nah, he got with uh, some Mary Jane the other day. Oh, yeah, he's done for three games. Jerome Simpson. Yeah, he's not even in the league. I man. know, bro. You got me. You thought I was serious though. It, at the end of that, well, sometimes I question your <laughs> your knowledge. Yeah, I, I play it cool, pretty good. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Um, Tyler Croft scored. Yeah, he's uh, man. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. That's it. It's gonna be Game over. Twenty seven. Lafell and Lafell and AJ Green are gonna be the guys they're gonna throw to. Lafell, that's goes. the guy I was kind of. Yeah. Thinking but, of because he's kind of a. I mean, if those guys are facing guy a. If those guys are facing a good defense, then Croft will get more looks, and he'll get more looks around the red zone just because they might be in a. Yeah, it seems like the Bengals always but... have like when Croft. I mean, Croft's a different talent, but Bengals kind of. I mean, yeah, I guess that is the matchups like you're saying. If the matchups there, then then they don't mind just giving the tight end like twelve targets one game, at least. Yeah, at least they did for Eifert a couple years ago. Yeah. Oh, Patriots up next, Raiders. Last game of well, no, we got the Sunday night football game here, but last game of the day afternoon um, or Monday night football game coming up. Last Sunday game yeah. that we're going to talk about. <laughs> it took me a long time to say that. <laughs> that was a uh, yeah tongue twister. Uh, last afternoon game, Patriots <laughs> thirty three, Raiders eight. Yep, Patriots manhandled the Raiders. They had no chance in this game. Yeah, it was kind of a really interesting lead kind of i don't know because Kelsey did pretty good for me in my fantasy league and then oh do you get extra points for 60 plus yards? yeah 62 or something yeah it was all the altitude that's for sure yeah <laughs> blame it on the air yeah so who else from the better better, better than blame it on the alcohol blame it on the alcohol <laughs> that's not how the tube goes but that's right. ADD baby no, no idea what that is either. So, <laughs> highlight of this game, probably Brandon Cooks. Yeah. And you could say Deion Lewis. Mm-hmm. Um, Gronkowski. Cooks. Cooks eh, Gronkowski didn't do anything. Uh, Cooks, six catches, 149 yards of touchdown. Continuously beat them deep uh, on two on two plays for sure. But he was – it's he's hard to catch up with, that's for sure. Um you have Amendola. Marshawn Lynch. You have Marshawn Lynch for the Oakland Raiders. I thought he ran pretty well, but he 
I mean, they they just yeah. Really he's coming on. So I mean, he's he really is close to what five yards per carry the last three games, I think, or two games. Yeah, yeah. He he did, he ran well. They just had to get away from him because they were down by so much yep. and they had to throw. But so he looked pretty solid. Um, it was nice to see Dion Lewis get the receiving touchdown. Normally he's the running rushing guy, but getting that receiving touchdown, maybe they'll implement him more, especially since. Rex Burke had fumbled, and you know Belichick doesn't like that. Yeah, you, I have a you know when Dion Lewis was was fantasy relevant back what how many years ago is that? Two, three. Before he tore his ACL. Is that it was like three or four, it was like three years three ago. Years, whatever that was. Do you know what running back he finished overall? The fantasy, well, let's just say standard format because I'm not sure if standard yeah, PPR. Uh, probably like ninth or something. That's a good guess. He's finished seventh overall. So, what if he was the seventh best running back moving forward in fantasy right now? I mean, he very well is it believable? Is it believable? Yeah, I, I, I think so. I mean, he's gonna get the the opportunity on a phenomenal New England offense, they're always going to be around the red zone. They're going to be around the goal line and they're probably going to be up by a lot in most games. So he's going to end up pounding the clock. And as long as uh, Mike Gillisley is a healthy scratch, it seems like that Deion Lewis is the guy they really trust with the ball when running it. I mean, they'll get pass catches. Oh yeah. And they're not going to lock up James White. They're going to be able to lock up Holden Field in the next I mean, it's pretty much Maybe. them versus the Steelers. I think, don't they play the Steelers this year? Week 17. I think. Oh, wait, no. That might that be right? right. Maybe not. Uh, I feel like it's not. I, I'm pretty positive they play them this year. Yeah, they do. I think it's. I don't know. I think it's week 16. I have not many weeks to guess from here. But I thought I read something. No, it's. Um, nope, week 15. 15. Okay. So that's. It's the week, bef- week before Christmas. Well, so yeah, that could be a twas, twas the week before Christmas. Could be an AFC Championship preview. Yeah, very well could be. Um, and they're going. I think the the Patriots are going to the Steelers, which which in that case would be an even better game because the Steelers are a lot better at home Rainsfield. than on the road. Yeah, so it'll be interesting to see for sure. But I think that. Deion Lewis is definitely the guy to hold on to for the running backs. Yep, I agree. I mean, you have to say him. He's pretty much the bright spot along with the other guys. Maybe mention Brandon Cooks. He's kind of the main one. Uh, so, yeah, Raiders yep. and Lynch was pretty good, but Raiders, ugh. Yeah, overall, they didn't really. Carr is kind of slipping. Yeah. He's tripping. No, you know, he's not even doing that bad. It's really just Crabtree and Amari Cooper. Those and Jared Cook, the guys like can't catch the ball, and Andre Holmes, they can't catch the ball for sure. Yeah, points. right. You can't put the. Oh yeah, they can't catch the ball. What do you mean? But they lead the league in drop. That's passes. all talented wide receivers. So maybe he's yeah, throw a little tighter so spiral. Talented, maybe uh, if they're if they're so talented, they could catch the ball. Yeah, Mari Cooper's had some some, some drops. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for sure. They all have but that's. They, that's not the real problem here. Not for eight points. I don't know. Against the Patriots. Unless the Patriots defense the was is, playing cool well, all year, and then all of a sudden they're like, yeah, we're going to try and be good. The thing was that, the well, the Raiders can't stop anyone on defense either. That's the thing. They're not Their defense isn't really keeping them into games, and then when they have to throw the ball, yeah, they things get drop a lot of passes. Out of whack, and, and game plan is just burn all the papers you prepared for and then <laughs> pretty much pretty struggle much. from there <laughs> yeah. all right oh, yeah. well yeah so patriots eight and two raiders four and six they're probably not oh man the raiders i was i'm a big fan but yeah not producing at all everyone everyone's all high and mighty on Derek carr and while i don't think it, a lot of this season is his fault i don't think he's like proven enough to even garner any people went high and mighty on him for sure in the beginning of the year, they're like, oh, they got Marshawn Lynch back, Armani Cooper, Michael Crabtree. They got this elite defense. It's like, well, no, he hasn't really proven anything. But it's because of the guys dropping season. balls. <laughs> exactly. That's my point. <laughs> they need to get rid of Crabtree. They need to get rid of Cooper. Uh, scratch Jared. That's Cook. not, not going to help them. No. 
It's just that they need to learn how to catch them. <laughs> the professional they wide s- receivers. They need to stand in front of the judge machine and just <laughs> take fastballs off their chest like Happy Gilmore. This is uh, how you drop a ball. And then well, he takes baseballs off the face. It. So that's a little, yeah, little, little I mean, more extreme. So maybe footballs off the nuts, and then he'll they'll learn okay, how to catch well, balls. Maybe, <laughs> but they just stick, stand there, and practice to catch them one-handed. And then when they catch them two-handed, it's like way easier. Yeah. So who knows? I don't know. Okay, they'll figure, they'll figure so, it out. So they're young. On to the, you know, the Sunday night football game. The last the slaughter, the slaughtering, the slaughtering on the Wentz. Philly defense, Philly cheesecake. Wait, what? Philly cheesesteak. The Dak Street boys, or no? No. Yeah. Uh, They didn't didn't show up to play, that's for sure. Yeah, they went and hide. They they, uh, they played some hide and seek there. Oh, good one. Hey, you like that? No. Um, Yeah, it really just goes to show that they're missing Tyrone Smith. They're missing Ezekiel Elliott. Although Alfred Morris did pretty well. He did 90, um, what, one yards, four, four yards? Yep, 91 yards. Um, I don't. He didn't have a touchdown, though. Fadden inactive. Yeah, McFadden's inactive, which is crazy. I thought, I thought Rod Smith would actually do a bit more in the passing game because they were down by a lot. <laughs> so... I don't know why they didn't do a bunch of dump offs, but yeah, I don't. Was, uh, yeah, it was. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I don't. It was just, it was a, it was just a, honestly a weird game. It was the worst game we've ever seen from Dak Prescott. Weird interceptions. He lost a fumble. And he's a. Uh, he, he's had a. <laughs> he had negative fantasy points. Yeah, I mean, the only I'm sure Nate Peterman would kind of. Do you, be happy? Well, oh, I got a stat for you for at, Peterman, Nathan Peterman. So if he would have like when he went down or we got pulled or whatever, he had negative six point nine six fantasy points. Yeah. Um, the the player that scored less than that, or yeah, like negative seven something, was back in nineteen seventy six. It was Joe. Did they do fantasy football? Namath. <laughs> Joe Namath. Huh? Yep. Who would have had more fantasy points? You want to know or who, less. who scored? You want to know who scored more points than him this week? Who still scored negative? That would be yeah. Dak Prescott. Mm, I was more thinking like Brett Favre, <laughs> even like Uncle Rico from from uh, Napoleon Dynamite. Uncle Rico slinging it from the RV into the desert. Yeah, that dude's got a better arm than Peterman. That's for oh sure. yeah. Um. But yeah, no, I think uh, back to the the game recovery. Oh yeah, uh, Eagles Cowboys. I thought it was a very impressive performance from the defense for the Eagles. They had uh, they had just numerous pressures on Dak, made him really uncomfortable. Obviously, they he threw a few inter- what two or three interceptions and four, four. He had four interceptions. Unless well, may, wow. four turnovers, I think I read. Maybe one. I think it was four. I think it was three turno or three interceptions, one okay. fumble, and then uh, they yeah he just didn't look comfortable. The bright spot I thought was you know they had the they had Alfred Morris gain 90, 91 yards on seventeen carries, which is plenty good, and he looked pretty he looked pretty explosive. They just couldn't pass protect. Pretty pretty explosive. Um. But another one was Alshon Jeffrey. It was nice to see him. Man, he had force. a sick touchdown catch. Yeah, he definitely did. He had a, I think he had a two-point conversion, too, or something. Yep, he did. Um, yeah, so it was a nice game from him. And J.H.I. burst off a long run. He only had, like, um, 11, 13 had, snaps that he played. Really? He had, yeah, he had seven carries, 91 yards. Dang. Yeah, um, that was... He looked... He looked really tired at the end of that run. I don't really? know if you saw it or not, but I heard he, uh, when yeah. I first got talking about or hearing about this guy, the background around him. I think he plays. He played a lot of soccer, so they were saying that. Yeah, no, like his I was, was really just... surprised. I was really surprised, but he got he like really slowed down. It seemed at the oh, end. Oh, he's been hanging around with cheeseburger so. Eddie Lacy. On a McDonald's yeah. at like midnight. Yeah, too bad Eddie Lacy's in Seattle, like on the other opposite side of the country. That's for yeah, sure. That won't be that won't be possible. 
Yeah. He's probably hanging around with LeGarrette Blunt. <laughs> Smoking a reefer and uh, eating. Oh, we don't do that. Probably just chowing down like 10 McDoubles at McDonald's. Yeah, pretty much. Mc, McTrouble? <laughs> McTrouble. <laughs> the trouble comes in the morning. Oh, yeah, probably. But, yeah, no, I think uh, Eagles are definitely the team to beat right now. We'll see if the Vikes can take them in the NFC Championship game. Dude, that'd be a sweet game. <laughs> I think it would. It would be very, very sweet. I would not mind Wentz playing in the – at, at the at the bank and I would love <laughs> obviously for the man that'd be a good good game Vikings Eagles to go to the Super Bowl man it's probably not yeah, gonna shape no, out that a, way though I mean you never know. <laughs> never know you just never know but alright you wanna you wanna preview this there's yeah, a yeah we're, we're at an hour right now we've been on the podcast yeah. for only 15 minutes over, so <laughs> 709. We got not what, uh, much time until the game starts. And who's playing tonight? We got the Atlanta Fal- <laughs> Falcons traveling to the Seattle Seahawks. Yeah! So the birds. Bird versus bird. Which bird is going to make them their prey? I think the Falcons are going to take the Seahawks in this game. I think the Falcons, um, huh? Yeah, they're. Uh, I think they're gonna. They're starting to figure it out offensively. Um, Matt Ryan historically has been good against the Seattle Seahawks, and especially now, I think he's gonna he's gonna torch them tonight with uh, Richard Sherman out, Cam Chancellor's out. Um, they're they're banged up. So yeah, that they're, they're, that's I mean, a huge thing with Chancellor out. The, the, um, the Legion Thomas, of Boom I mean, that's, that's, that's is is no more. That's so a very very they, good point. They still have, they still have Earl Thomas. They still have Earl Thomas. He's very, very okay. Good. I was I was but, questioning that he is still uh, he's still playing. I'm, okay, he's still playing for them, but I'm not sure if he's active or how. If he's out, then for what percent he's really at? Right, right. I know he's he was hurt earlier in the year. But, so maybe I'll go back to Sanu. Um, maybe he could take advantage of that. Well, he's a safety, but. Maybe they could break off some more long plays. You never know. I don't know. I don't know. They last year I know Julio Jones kind of took it to Richard Sherman. Um, so without Richard Sherman, it'll see. Or it'll be interesting to see if if Julio can kind of get back to his dominant ways. Um, I want to be on the lookout for Tevin Coleman. How he does as the oh, totally on the lookout for him. I'm uh, I'm expecting big things, but he could get slowed down. Yeah, they have a they have a very good run defense. Their front their front seven is usually pretty solid. I think it's a pretty dynamite um, receiver. That, it seems yeah, like he's always he's very, well, he's, he's very fast. He's very fast. So it'll be it'll be good to watch him kind of be explosive. But I would never am going to count out Russell Wilson. He's somehow always seems to get it done. They don't really have many flashy players on offense. Doug Baldwin is probably their main guy. Oh, yeah. Number one. I don't know. But Paul Richardson's pretty uh, kind of falling off, though. Yeah, he's he's got some upside for sure, but it'll it'll be a testament to Russell Wilson's legacy if he can pull out this victory after um, having no running game and their defense is probably going to give up some points today and it, I think it'll be it'll be on his shoulders really to to carry him. I think he's gonna have to really rely on his rushing ability and extending plays. And Doug Baldwin's probably gonna have to have a big game as well for the for the Seahawks to pull this out. Yeah, I love those big hard play actions that Russell Wilson does. <laughs> Just rolls way sure. wide out and uh, yeah. yeah, it's he does it. He does that he's something just, different. He's just a dynamic the, guy. He's, yeah, he is. He, he's just very dynamic, and he's got a cannon for an arm. Definitely. Um, Zip. And it seems like he, he's he got that that mega trust factor with, with Doug Baldwin as they've been playing forever together. The mega trust. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it'll be interesting to see. You never can count out the Seahawks at home and that with that 12th man. They're going to need it tonight. So Yep. I, think, uh, I actually think it'll be a pretty high-scoring game tonight, hopefully. I think those are more of the – 
exciting games. I think it. I think you might be right on that front for sure. Um, I think it might be high scoring for sure. Yeah, with that defense of the Seattle, like you were talking about right away, that might exploit them and be forced into playing the Falcons game, which is the shootout. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. All right. Well, should we uh, wrap this up? Yeah, I do. We should. I think we should. Yeah. I don't. I don't have a sports puzzle. Do you have a sports puzzle? No, I don't. So we're pretty much failing <laughs> on that because I haven't posted one. Yeah. Um, on we gotta. We, we gotta get that back up onto Twitter. So. Yeah. Um, should I think of one real quick? Um, uh, just well, just just tweet it out. Just tweet it out. Yeah, we'll stick to the tweets, but I'll try to get be more diligent. Yes. That's okay. We're still talking for an hour. That's the the main entertainment here. Definitely. Thanks, guys, for listening to the Sports Puzzle Podcast. You can tweet at us at Sports Puzzle. Follow us. Um, we'll we'll follow you back most likely. Um, you can you can get this on iTunes and SoundCloud. Give us a good rating. Leave some comments. Let us know what we can do to improve. Send us some questions. Thanks for listening, guys. We appreciate it. Yes, thanks for listening. Um, That's a perfect wrap-up. Peace out, sports homies. See you guys.